tengo Give me a second, let me air it out Click, clack, bang, I'ma clear it out Givenchy, I'ma wear it out Phone can't ping, don't compare my route And uh, call me the GOAT Price going up, better have my quote I should be celebrated, let me grab my float And I stay getting brain from a misty throat Now, Barbarini fettuccine on my plate for dinner Niggas can't see me, I'm Houdini And it's just a glimmer of what I have in store Furthermore, ain't no beginner Who's the dopest of them all? Let me ask my mirror, mirror Huh, big ego My ancestors so regal Rooting for all my people They try to oppress but we thread the needle Huh, this a redo Navigation on a clear view Stop killing each other, we the same hue From the same blocks, nigga, from the same stoops <laughs> Let me pick up with a flow that can hold you like stick ups. Beep, beep. A small setback, a hiccup. But now I'm back like a season. Summer with the heat, heat, heat. 2020 full of new growth. Stay packed with a new flow. <laughs> Ain't these other niggas you know? They never lead a block and I'm flying out of heat, bro. Oh, here he go. On top like a CEO. Danger, call it Mr. Co. And different folks. Don't wanna see you moving up different strokes. Am I visible? Better than any mini miny mo? Here for the gold C3PO Ghost gave me the beat just to hear me glow uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Let me get back, get back to it, right back to it Came out the flames, going right back through it Bet this a bop soon as I debut it Never will I stop, nigga thought you knew it If you left my side, you blew it If you counted me out, you stupid Clarity, nigga, no confusion Get back, get back, cause the heat I'm brewing Is a, huh, hard to get Wait till you hear this whole new shit Just reloaded my new clip Feeling this bias, this a pulpit Church, Sunday service Can't judge a book by what's on this surface I'm so quiet, I should make you nervous Send out a PSA, nigga, this here's urgent uh. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. What's good? It's your boy Hollywood. This is Hollywood and Friends the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. However you're listening, you're the real one. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media at I am Hollywood, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Follow. I produce a Stacy at Hampton Blue Network across all platforms. Just know BLU is how you spell blue and also youtube.com slash Hampton Blue. What up, though? Hope y'all weekend is going good. It's Sunday, October 8th. We almost at the end of the year and we almost at my favorite non-holiday holiday, Halloween, or as I like to call it, Halloween. Um. We're going to talk about that a little later on, though, like in the coming weeks, I should say. But um, what we do over here, if it's your first time tuning in, we get into what's hot in these blogs, the things that got everybody in the chokehold for the week that's going viral. This week, we're talking about this emergency broadcast alert message that everybody got on their phones this past week and how it sent the Internet into a frenzy, what it actually was what a lot of conspiracy theorists think it was 
all that we're going to get into. Also, uh, Drake dropped a new album. It's called For My Dogs. I think that's the title. Uh, he's hot in these blogs this week for two reasons. One, there's a song on the album where people think he's taking shots at Rihanna. It's some subliminal bars in there. We're going to talk about, is he really talking about her? Also, Joe Budden and Drake got this back and forth going on right now because Joe Budden on his uh, podcast, he critiqued Drake's album. And Drake wrote this lengthy <laughs> Instagram post. I think it was Instagram where he went in on Joe. We're going to talk about all of that. Also, uh, speaking of going in on Instagram, no pun, Sexy Red, a sex tape was leaked. But get this on her Instagram and her Instagram stories. And she's now speaking out saying she's disappointed or some, something along those lines. She's she basically saying she did not do it and she wouldn't do anything like that. But we're going to get into it. Uh, what else are we talking about? Uh, Ring, you know, Ring, the doorbell cameras. The company is looking to give anyone who catches alien activity on their Ring doorbell camera one million dollars. One million dollars if you could catch an alien on your Ring doorbell camera. We're going to get into that in details. Also, um, Simone Biles just made history. By becoming the most decorated gymnast in history. And we're going to continue the 50 years of hip hop celebration. I'm going to get into some things uh, with that a little bit later. We got what blows mom. We're going to kick it off how we always do. Question of the week. This week's question of the week. Is there a difference between I love you and love you? When you're speaking to someone, whether you're texting it to them, whether you're saying it verbally, is there a difference between saying I love you, three words, or love you? I say personally, and it's funny, I had this conversation with a friend of mine a few weeks ago, and I was saying that it definitely is a difference. It's like I love you feels and more like um how do i want to put it it feels more genuine more personal more mm, i guess those are two words i would i would say and if it's like your partner more intimate but love you seems a little more casual in my opinion it seems a little more you know, you just saying it like and passing on the go, like real, real quick. Like, it, I don't know. It, it, it seems real casual. And that's why, in my opinion, there's a difference between I love you and love you. And I'll take it a step further, even. And you got people who say love ya, like just YA, not even YOU. And that's probably the most casual of them all. That's really like, buddy buddy like i don't really mean it but love you like <laughs> but um yeah i love you and love you there's definitely a difference i liken it to someone saying thank you and and thanks and how how i uh compared it to thanks feels more like a 
a one arm hug to the side. You know how you hug people and you put your one arm and it's like a little like lean in that little side, like, you know, and then versus the full embrace, two arms around you, chest to chest, tight grip. Like that's, that's the difference in my opinion. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. I love you. Love you. And then, like I mentioned, love ya is just completely casual. Um, someone said, I love you is definitely more intimate to the point I feel more uncomfortable saying it than the others. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely, I make a conscious effort to, honestly, I'm going to be a little, um, um transparent um here right now i hardly ever initiate saying i love you is is rare it's rare that i initiate it most times i'm replying to someone and i'm saying i love you too so yeah Still applies, but yeah, I hardly ever just be like, "Hi, I love you." <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a, a whole another conversation for another day on why that's the case. But yeah, it's usually a reply <laughs> to someone. <laughs> like, yeah, I love. You. Oh, I love you too. But um, I, I'll read some responses from um social media as we get them throughout the show. But let's get into what's hot in these blogs. Let's kick it off with this emergency broadcast message that went off and why it sent the internet into a frenzy. It had the conspiracy theorists pulling their pubic hairs out. So a few weeks ago, I don't know if you're listening to this, if you're one of them that heard, that seen these videos that was going viral. A few weeks ago, these videos, the first one I seen, it was a guy. I don't know who he was. It was randomly popped up or maybe somebody sent it to me. And he was like on October 4th. Um, was it October? I think it was October 4th. <laughs> on October 4th, um, there's going to be an alert sent out to phones nationwide. And the point of this is they're going to no. I, I don't even think he said what the point was, but basically he was informing. He said someone told him he was basically just the messenger saying that what we need to do because the government is going to send out these alerts at 2.20 p.m. on October 4th, they wanted everybody to, excuse me, shut their phones off for, I want to say he said an hour or two hours. And I started, from that video, I started seeing more videos of people saying on October 4th at 2.20, remember, turn your phones off because the government is going to send these alert messages out. and they're going to um, send some kind of frequency. They're trying to in, not inject, but, you know, send some kind of waves through our brains, like something outrageous and outlandish, outlandish as that is what these videos were saying prior to this alert. So I'm looking at these videos and like most things, when I see stuff like that, it's like eye roll, like really? 
And as the date is approaching, a lot of people wondering, is it even going to be an emergency alert broadcast message? Is it even going to be anything like that? So now when it actually does happen, on October 4th, at 2.20 p.m., everyone's phone's going off. So now the people like, oh, shit. It's a panic mode. Like, a lot of the comment sections on social media, a lot of people was like saying all kinds of things. And the actual reason for this uh, emergency broadcast message was is no different than any other broadcast message we've seen since we've been born damn near. We've grown up watching TV and it'll be like, eh, eh, this is a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. Like we get Amber alerts on our phones all the time. We even get emergency alerts on our phones all the time. Um, Flood warning, um, tornado watch, all of these we get on our phones all the time. It was no different than that. But let the internet tell you, the frequency was louder. It was higher. It was all of these things. And it's like, really? So I was just um, mind blown by the whole, the reactions to it from social media. And it's like, y'all, y'all believe anything. Like somebody could get on Al Gore's internet and tell y'all anything. And y'all running with it without no independent research, no, no looking nothing up for yourself. You just running with what somebody told you from a device they recorded themselves with. Like, and now it's viral and now it's spreading and now everybody's in panic mode. Like people literally was going back and forth with me on Instagram about how different this alert was and how the frequency was higher and they're trying to get in our brains and all of this stuff and i'm just like yo y'all wilding so a lot of people turned their phones off the ones who believed the initial videos some of them turned their phones on back on a little too fast because when they turned their phones on they still got the alert message so there's that so what i was reading about it the um the difference and why this one was like i guess announced prior to it happening is this was the first time that the emergency alert message was going to be sent across the whole country at one time usually it's individual cities individual markets based on what's going on they'll send these test alerts so this one was for the whole country in the event of an actual national emergency. So that was the difference. So anyone with the cell phone, even if you was watching TV at around that time, you got these, this message. Um, Antoine Johnson, he's the director of FEMA's integrated public alert warning system. He conducted the test. He said afterward that he's, Confident that the test performed as expected. 
um, but also that the government is going to gather and analyze data in the coming weeks to assess how it went. But he estimates hundreds of millions of people received the test message on Wednesday. He said he already received reports across the country from people who received the alerts. He said he uh, watched the whole map light up. He was totally elated by it. And yeah, that was it. The test was conducted over a 30 minute window. So if you, like I said, if you happen to have your phone, had your phone off and then you turned back on within that 30 minute window, you still got the alert. If you turned it on after that 30 minute window, you didn't get the alert. You shouldn't have gotten it. But yeah. That's what happened. Um, oh, yeah. So that's what it was that uh, the people were saying. I'm reading it now how they said social media was making it like this was part of a plot to send nanoparticles such as graphene oxide into people's bodies. <laughs> yeah crazy i don't know how conspiracy theorists sleep at sleep at night or get any type of rest period because like the way your brain gotta be wired and set up you gotta be in panic mode or just like on edge or just like boarding yourself up in your crib all the time like it's crazy but yeah, so that was hot in these blogs. What else we talking about? Let's move on and talk about uh, Drake and Joe Budden critiquing Drake's new album for my dogs or for my dogs. And Drake wasn't feeling it, the critique of the album. He's also hot in these blogs for a song that was released that People are saying he's taking jabs at Rihanna and some of the lyrics. But we're going to get into that in a few minutes. Let's kick it off, though, with the Joe Budden part of this. So Joe Budden has a podcast and he, from what I'm hearing, because I don't, I don't listen to it like that. But from what I'm hearing, he's constantly praising Drake on his podcast. From what I'm hearing from people who actually listen to his podcast, they say like, once a week or every other week, like he's praising Drake, giving him some praise. So for him now to critique this album in this way and for Drake, Drake to react this way, some people are looking at it like, yo, this man give you props all the time. And now that he says something perceivingly ne negative, you go all in. But anyway, I'm going to play what Joe Budden said. And then we're going to talk about what Drake said in response to it. So this is Joe Budden on Drake's new album. That was rapping. But for the rappers, I miss the Drake that when he dropped, the rappers hit him. Not these little kids. I don't give a f about you and constant that. That's going to sound like hate. It is. It's not hate. It is. Go find some of your fucking age. Hang out with them. Get some of that sauce. That's not what keeps you. All the, 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 all the,
not what keep you popping. Uh, and if that's exactly. the game he playing, all the old, I gotta play this game. All the old streaming music and buying it, Joe? No. All that y'all saying for me applies to the field. I have long before called this the golden child. Different set of rules apply. Correct. He's him. He is not one of them that y'all telling me about. I don't hold him there. Dog, this yeah, album is going to be the most streamed album in Spotify history. Though, Why? When, when I, I missed the Drake that was rapping. So that's basically, in a nutshell, he was saying he missed the old Drake. And at the same time, even in this, what some, even people like Drake perceived as negative, he's praising him. He said he's not one of them regular artists. In a nutshell, saying like he could put out he don't got to follow trends. He could put out whatever he want to put out and it's going to, I guess, go crazy or whatever. So even in that, he was giving him praise in that sense. But Drake himself didn't really uh, see it that way. And he has some words in an um, Instagram post. He said, Joe Budden, you have failed at music. You left it behind to do what you are doing in this clip because this is what actually pays your bills. For any artists watching this, just remember you are watching a failure. Give their opinion on his idea of a recipe for success. A quitter give their opinion on how to achieve longevity. You switch careers because the things that pop into your brain had you broke, living check to check, and the raps you write had 450 men showing up to your shows in dusty Aniche jeans to screw up their face to mute move music 29 and pretend you are the goat please to any artist that's doing what they feel is right don't let these opinions affect your mindset after the fact that sentence right there lets me know that uh joe budden's words was probably getting to him in a sense um he continued by saying, this guy is the poster child of frustration and surrendering. You retired and we never hung up your jersey. We don't even remember your number. He said a bunch of other things, but I don't want to read this whole entire post. Um, he said, I never want anybody in the generations to think that the whole everybody's entitled to their opinion is a real thing. This is a man projecting his own self-hate and the fact that I did and continue to do everything he wanted to do for himself. And some other things he said, but he's in his feelings for sure. For sure. Um, I do feel everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I I I it didn't even seem, at least in that clip that we just played, Joe Budden didn't even particularly like diss the album. He just said he missed the old Drake who like rap rap or whatever like but maybe he said more outside of that but yikes um and joe budden isn't the only person that drake was going in on um charlamagne the god he has some words for drewski the comedian he has some words for even Birdman chomped in on that. But I mean, hey, does that come with the territory? Right? 
as being dubbed as one of the greater, one of the great artists, right? You selling out like stadiums and shows and selling, still doing numbers on albums and stuff like that. I got it. Comes with it. It comes with the territory for sure. Um, what else had people talking regarding this album is the fact that on this song, what's the name of the song? Called Fear of Heights. Drake is what fans think is coming at Rihanna with some of the lyrics. The lyrics go, why they make it sound like I'm still hung up on you? That can never be. Gal can't be me. Better him than me. Better it's not me. He says something like, and the sex was average with you. And I had way better bitches than you. And he also referenced, he, he says something about anti, anti. And we know Rihanna had an album called Anti. So hearing all of this, hearing the gal, gal, because bad gal Riri, hearing the anti-anti reference, Rihanna had a song called Sex, Sex With Me. And him saying sex was average with you. People took those words and automatically felt Drake was taking shots at Ri. And was he? Maybe, maybe he was. So on one hand, I feel like he could have very well been taking shots. And on the other hand, I'm feeling like it could have just been a play of words. He could have been talking about any of his female encounters and did this play of words, given that Rihanna had this album called Auntie and bad gal and oh i don't know it it could go either way it could go either way but a lot of people are feeling like he is talking about re and they're not really um standing for it some of her fans posted um i hope drake don't expect us to actually actually believe rihanna's sex is average that's some serious delusion someone said drake is dissing rihanna but went on LeBron's show saying he wanted, wanted a family with her? Laughing emojis. Um, someone said, um, Drake really got on record and said, I had better bitches than you, to be honest about Rihanna. Like we haven't seen a long list of hard-faced white women that he's been with. Sir, you have questionable taste and a botched tummy tuck yikes someone said drake saying rihanna's sex was some huff like we forgot him and chris brown was throwing bottles at each other at the club over <laughs> man oh man i wonder if he'll address it probably not because it, it's it's better to just keep the people talking and guessing but i wonder do you think on the on the low he hit re like yo this, this song not about you like they think it is but it's not and then just let the public have at it and go go in 
because it sound because it's, it's good good publicity. I wonder. But one of Rihanna's personal photographers posted a picture of Re and ASAP right after this song dropped and the internet started talking. And his caption said, um, what it says? I think it said like, don't play yourself. And um, Rihanna's choreographer even posted in her stories a video of when Rihanna curved Drake when he was going in for a kiss at one of these award shows one time. And she like turned her cheek or whatever. So the people closest to her are, are speaking out in defense of, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, someone said, that is so stupid, LOL. Maybe he was average for her and wasn't into it. That part. Someone said, meanwhile, she has moved on moved on moved on with a whole new relationship and two kids that is so lame on his part if that is about her lusting after a woman who has moved on and it sounds like regret to me that's true i was hearing that um through these blog streets that drake possibly was upset that re had two kids seeing as on lebron's show he expressed wanting to start a family with her <laughs> But um, yeah, that lady moved on. If it's if if it is about her, but I don't know. I I <laughs> I want to say more, but I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say no more. Um, but yeah, we're gonna leave it at that. Um, someone else said all publicity is good publicity. That part because people are streaming this album and if they haven't streamed it they're gonna want to stream it just to hear that song even if even if it's to judge for themselves if they think he's talking about her or not i'm not one of them i i didn't stream it i've read the lyrics (laughs) that was enough for me to read the little portion of the lyrics to see what he said i don't know Developments to come. I'm sure it's not the end of this. Somebody got something more to say. We'll see what it is in the coming weeks, in the coming days. See what happens. Um, We're going to move on for now. We're going to talk about uh, Sexy Red, who is now speaking out after her sex tape was leaked. But get this, because when you normally hear of sex tapes being leaked, it's usually like randomly you know, it was on somebody, maybe Twitter profile or some website or some random page. This actually was, quote unquote, leaked on Sexy Red's Instagram account. In her stories, this was posted. And I believe Sexy said that her account was hacked because it's like, how? Because at first I was thinking like, maybe she did it by accident. We've all been there where we've been going to our stories to upload something and all of your content that's in your phone pops up. And I was thinking like, maybe she hit that video by accident. (laughs) Even though there's a couple of other steps you got to go through before you post it, you got to hit okay, you got to hit 
the green share, whatever button, like there's at least two to three steps you got to go through before it's actually posted. So I don't know, but that's what I was thinking. Like maybe she hit it by accident. Could it be where she posted it intentionally and then just to get the people talking and then took it down? Like, but Sexy Red herself says she's heartbroken. She posted on Twitter, I believe it was. She said, I'm so heartbroken. Anybody that know me knows I wouldn't do no goofy shit like that. With the heartbroken emoji and the crying emoji. I don't know. Sexy red. I don't know. Because if you see or heard any of Sexy Red's music, this wouldn't be off brand, in my opinion. I mean, but hey, maybe maybe she's a different person in, in her uh, personal life. And there's a there's a line, I guess, even with an artist such as Sexy Red, there's a line that even she wouldn't cross, I guess. And posting your sex tape, getting clapped up is part of that line, I guess. But um, I guess you got to double up that password, do that two-step authentication thing or something, because that's crazy. If while you actively have your account, someone can hack into it and post that and you still have access. It's not like they just completely took over her page. Like, it's a little different. But, um, hey, I guess. I was thinking too, sidebar, before I move on, um, because the reactions to the sex tape wasn't the greatest. So it could be where the reactions weren't what they were supposed to be or what they thought it was supposed to be. And then it's like, oh, shit, abort mission. That's another angle, potentially. But, um, yeah, let's move on. What else are we talking about? Ring, the Amazon or whoever's the actual creators of the ring doorbell camera has announced that they will pay one million dollars for footage of extra terrestrials let me go add an alien costume in my amazon cart right now because i mean i don't know how they're gonna authenticate this footage but, yeah, they're offering a million dollars to a person who could submit scientific evidence of extraterrestrial activity. The footage must be captured by a ring device, and it'll be reviewed by a space and extraterrestrial expert to, the, to determine its validity. I mean, I think it's because they know the odds of this happening is probably more slim. Slim to none. I don't know. 
maybe the aliens will show out now. Maybe they like, oh, oh, word. Y'all trying to offer money? Let me, let me go, let me go help somebody become a millionaire real quick. Maybe that, maybe this will bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. But yeah, I know a lot of people are gonna be getting to work on editing and things of that nature just to try to dupe the system to get this million dollars. But I don't know how they, how this expert would even be able to determine the validity of of something like that. Like typically, when something's caught on a ring doorbell camera, it's on that camera, and how can you? No, it's real or not. I mean, but we'll see. We'll see if anyone actually gets this bread. I doubt it, but that's what's going on. Million dollars. It's just a, another opportunity for Ring to sell more cameras, doorbell cameras, because it's like, oh, let me get one of those just in case type of thing. They are good too, though. Like if you have a house, I, I feel like any every house I've gone to, they have ring doorbell cameras. So they don't really need it, need the publicity in that way. But hey, let's get it. Uh, let's move on. What else we got? Um, Simone Bowles has made history by becoming the most decorated gymnast in history after winning the individual all-around title at the World Championships. This is huge, huge. Less than three months after returning to competition following a break for mental health reasons, Simone Biles secured her 21st gold medal and 27th world championship medal. Lit. Super lit. And that the... the match where this happened that the um what's the word i'm looking for <laughs> the the gymnastics championship where this happened that was historic for another reason as well because it was the first time and all all black winners were on a podium first second and third all black simone bows rebecca andrade I think it's how it's pronounced. And Shalise Jones made history as the first all-black podium in world championship gymnastics. Let's go. Black girl magic for the win. So fast shouts to them. Fast shouts to Simone. She's always doing her thing. So it's lit uh let's go what else what else we talk about uh last but not least continuing the celebration of the 50 years of hip-hop and i mentioned a few weeks ago every week we're gonna bring up some kind of fun fact about hip-hop uh this week i want to put y'all on on a new hip-hop exhibit that's going to be it actually just opened up yesterday at the Grammy Museum. It's called Hip Hop America, the mixtape exhibit. And reading about it, it gives me that it's going to be similar to the, the Jay-Z exhibit. 
many of you may have heard of in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Public Library. It's like fully immersive and you just, you get to see everything about Hove and all his endeavors. You learn things you didn't know is a real thought out exhibit. And this one, I feel is gonna be along those same lines, but probably even on a larger scale because it's showcasing all of hip hop. It opened yesterday, so you're gonna find things in there like the red leather peacoat, that big war and Junior Mafia's Players Anthem video, letters that Lil Wayne wrote in jail, Jay Dilla cassette tapes, even Flavor Flav's clock is gonna be in there. I think Saweetie's Nails is even on display in there. So they going from the newer generation to the originators. So this should be definitely uh, something to see. And I want to say it's going to be on display until next year. So yeah, if you want to get some culture in your system, some hip hop culture, this is definitely something to check out. Curtis Blow's handwritten lyrics is going to be on display from the song The Breaks. Um, tuxedos worn by Nipsey Hussle, LL Cool J. Yeah, it's dope. It's dope. So, Hip Hop America, the mixtape exhibit. Check it out. Look it up. All to celebrate 50 years anniversary of hip-hop super big super dope i'm definitely gonna get in there to check it out soon but yeah i think that concludes what's hot in these blogs we're gonna get ready to get into what blows my that's the part of the show where i say what gets under my skin what irks my nerves what's that one thing people do that just have me like bruh really uh, what blows my this week? Um, that Kevin Gates video is blowing my this week. If you've been on Instagram at all, yes, between yesterday or this morning, you've seen this video that has gone viral of a fan letting Kevin Gates spit in her mouth. Bruh, that shit blew my. <laughs> I almost got nauseous behind it because it's like, what? Why? That was like the first thing I seen when I opened my Instagram yesterday. And it's like, so Kevin Gates is doing this show, I uh, guess a performance, a concert or something. And he calls a fan on stage, apparently. I don't know what transpired, what led up to it, how he asked her, can he do it? If he, if she went up there with the intention of getting spit in her mouth by him, I I don't know because I ain't even care to read into why. Once I saw it, that that action happened, I'm like, nah, let me get out of here. Let me let me swipe up, get out of here. And but then it was I couldn't escape it. Every blog I came across was posting this clip. I'm like, why? Like, why? That's the only question I got. 
Yikes. So yeah, that blew mine. What else? What else blows mine for this week? Uh I seen this interview. Um Sexy Red did where she was praising 45, the former occupant of the White House, and saying that she she how she likes him. But the reason what blows mine about it, not even that she likes him, you could like Trump all you want. What blew mine was the reason why she said she liked him. And it's because of the stimulus checks. <laughs> she said, because he sent out those checks. And it blows mine because there's a lot of people in the hood across America that feels that way. There's a lot of people who feels that Donald Trump personally drafted this idea of stimulus checks, went to his personal savings account, deposited the funds, transferred the funds, wrote out these checks, hand hand wrote the checks, maybe because they seen his signature on them, that he was like adamant that it needed to be. A lot of people feel like this man just like single-handedly was the reason that we got stimulus checks during a pandemic that shut the whole country down where if you want to give him credit, maybe you could give him credit for that, that he's partially the reason why it got as bad as it got because for not reacting quick enough. You want to give him credit for something, but it just blows my mind that there's a lot of people who are misinformed and believe that that's enough to want to have him back in office because we got stimulus checks when he was in office during a pandemic like what <laughs> wild wild and if i correct me if i'm wrong but i want to say that it wasn't him that really fought for this it was a whole battle to get this done and I want to say it was by the Democrats who was really like pushing for this to get to get pushed through. But yeah, as well. Like, so the government ain't have nothing to do with it. Congress ain't have nothing to do with it. Like Trump. <laughs> That's what he wanted, though, I guess. So I guess I guess it's working. I guess it's working. Just doing a number on people. Someone said, anyone who believes that is just purely ignorant. Ignorant. I say ignorant. <laughs> uh, it came from the government, period. That part. Someone said, because the Republicans constantly complain about that free money on their debates. Like, Y'all got to do better. Got to do better. Yeah. 
So that that concludes what blows mine. I think that's all I got for what blows mine for this week. Um, I'm gonna get ready to wrap this thing on up. Appreciate you for listening. However you're listening, be sure to follow us on social media. If you're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends Radio. Our Instagram is at Hollywood and Friends. Follow me on social media at I am Hollywood, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all that. Follow our producer Stacy at Hampton Blue, Hampton Blue Network across all platforms. Just remember BLU is how you spell blue. And also youtube.com slash Hampton Blue. It's a lot of new content over there on YouTube. Be sure to go check it out. And that's it. Appreciate you for listening. However you're listening. Until next time, we out. Deuces. Take off no matter the cost Come on now, let me take you across Lakes and rivers, yachts and boats We could go to Paris, let me show you the lavish Ain't no need to pack, we can shout where we landed Get you well established, upgrading your status Then we hit the Eiffel for dinner when you famish We could go to Spain, Barcelona, Senorita I'll show you a un buen, buen momento And we don't gotta rush a thing, despacito Just wanna spend my time contigo, Tigo so when me want you, beauty, and it's not the finest thing all around the world. No hesitate, you choose anything you want, but just why you be me. So when me want you, beauty, and it's not the finest thing all around the world. No hesitate, you choose anything you want, but just why you be me. Come on now, let me show you walk. Take off, no matter the cost. Come on now, let me take you across lakes and rivers, yachts and boats. Take you on a cruise to the. The carnival, Barbados, crop over yo, yeah. or Trinidad, Tobago tour. We got island hop like we kangaroos. We could go to Jamaica, hit Ocho Rios, lounge with the locals, eat like the people. Hey. Island things, one punch in mojito, wow, wow. then watch the sunset from a gazebo. Zebo. Coast to coast, Grand Jamaica, the land of water. Uh. She take a full line for me, marijuana. Yeah. She then yeah, she know I'm creating a drama. Hey. No, African queen girl. Chipping on my ride, uh, your body clean like this bird. Let me take your pan to a girl. What you mean you just got this passport? She only got one stamp in it. Let's change that. So when me want you, beauty, and this is the finest thing all around the world. No hesitate, you choose anything you want, but just why you be my guy. So when me want you, beauty, and this is the finest thing all. Around. Come on now, let me show you off. Take off, no matter the cost. Come on now, let me take you across lakes and rivers, yachts and boats. Hey.